Even though we live abroad, as women of Indian origin, we have a common thread that binds us together because of our strong cultural background. NRI Women is a platform for women to share their stories and experiences on various topics. Our podcast is about inspiring NRI women and their amazing stories. Some of the stories we've covered include growing up in a joint family in India, adopting a child as a single woman, and rebuilding one's life after the loss of a child. Take a listen. We hope you'll be inspired or learn something new. I'm Bettina. And I'm Lenora. And we're the voices behind NRI Women Podcast. We're all heart. Just look for NRI Woman wherever you get your podcasts or find us at nriwoman.com. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Big, fat little children who eat powdered donuts. Your face looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care. I don't care. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I uh, I don't mean to offend children and or mothers. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome tonight to another episode. Um, is this a second? No, it's not. We're starting a new one, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 1990 What? A music podcast discovering... The 90s, not just music, of course. We've been diving into all sorts of things, 90s, and it's been great. I am your host, excuse me, Michael Joseph. Across from me, sitting down with me, uh, probably the latest time at night that we've ever started, is my co-host, Adam Michael. <coughs> hey, Mike, how's it going? I'm good, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm pretty darn good. Doing good, man. That's pretty cool. Adam's house is decked out, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Christmas stuff. I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but here's the special thing about walking into his house right now. Now, this doesn't have much to do with Christmas, and it certainly wasn't made in the 90s, but upon walking in the house, he had his Christmas tree lit up. There were stockings above the fireplace, and on the television, the movie The Lord of the Rings was playing. Now, for me... That is just, that's Christmas as shit. I mean, because, you yeah. know, Christmas is about putting a long fucking movie on the TV. And no, nobody is really watching it. Because it's like, we do, I've seen this shit like t- oh, yeah, ten yeah. times. It's but one of those that I can just put on and uh, yeah, do you, other things. I mean, I, I really get the uh, the desire to watch it at this time of year. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's when those movies debuted in theaters. So yeah, like holidays. Late fall. Late November, early December, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And um, so I I don't watch them yearly, I, and I, I didn't watch them last year, but uh, this time of year I just get, <coughs> get the hankering for them. Yeah, you put it on, you you go in and out of them. Uh, it's great. So that um, I'm really happy about that. I think that's cool. I wish it was colder here in Texas. Weeks ago it was really cold. Now it's kind of 
it was warming up and now now it's getting cold again um the weather fucking weather uh well, you mean can't uh, you never really make his decisions right now ladies and gentlemen my hands are extremely dry i get very dry skin in the winter particularly in my hands and i'm going to be spending this huh. episode in a lot of pain and i'll be ignoring it throughout so oh no yeah is there anything i can do I'd ask for lotion, but no, nah, I'll just put it on later, like much later tonight. All right, man. Well, I'm sorry you're dealing with this. That's some, fine. Some dry skin. Yeah, no, it sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. That it's can fine. Happen. Well, Adam, what is the topic today? What are we? What's going on today? How, what, We're what in the up? year 1994. <clears throat> oh, this is our second time visiting this year. All right. Um, Good year. Last time we we discussed the alternative songs chart um we we heard some some great stuff and yeah uh, tonight we're gonna we're gonna kick things off with a sorting hat the sorting hat we've got three some of my favorite games one of my favorite three things three categories the first of which will be uh video games from the year 1994 video games so from the year 94. i remember when we talked about mortal Kombat. i'm pretty excited this is great, man. I I love doing this. It's Re- all right. Reach in okay, here, my hand, out. my hand is in. My hand is in. I have made a choice, Adam. What is my choice? Oh, you chose the video game Donkey Kong Dude, Country. Yes. Oh my God. Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Super gosh. Nintendo. Oh, dude, a classic. Came out in 1994. <sighs> did you Did you have that dude, game? Dude, yes. I don't know if I had it the year. Um, the year it came out, but man, when Donkey Kong hit, that like, I mean, everywhere I went, everyone like, if my if I was visiting like friends of my parents and they had kids my age, and everyone else had it or they didn't have it, but you just like you'd heard about it. Uh oh, we got an ad. Yeah. YouTube ad. It's an ad. Got for a the YouTube. Oh movie. shit. With uh, uh, Billy Idol. Billy Idol, yeah. Billy Idol's on here. Bumblebee. <laughs> Bumblebee. I'll tell you what, my boys are excited for that movie. <coughs> oh man, here we go. So yeah, we rely on YouTube for these uh, these theme songs. Dude, yes. You know. so oh man. Sometimes we have the ads. It's cool. This is the theme music from Donkey Kong Country. Classic man. I mean, what a cool idea! Like, well, I, I I think it came from like Donkey Kong, who was originally a villain who tried to kill Mario by throwing barrels at him. Right, right. A classic arcade game. Yeah. And yeah. so then they took that character and created a whole storyline for him, and he is fighting crocodiles and collecting bananas and collecting bananas. Yeah. Um, dude, this game is amazing. The roller coaster ones. You know, when you're in the mine cart. Um. Now I, I played this one and Diddy Kong Quest, the second one a lot. The third one I played a little bit, but not nearly as much. Yeah. So, I remember. Um, dude, this game is just so it's so much fun. Like it's, it's also just like a good mood game. It's just happy happiness. It always had great, um, 3D looking graphics. Yes. Which was you know always kind of a challenge on those 16-bit systems like. Super Nintendo. Dude, this this game looked great though when it came yeah. out. Like, dude, it looked really, really good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. <clears throat> I remember the snow ones were like the. Bl- it would 
Like, uh, yeah, yeah. it would, like, start lightly snowing, and then later in the level, it would be a blizzard. Then you could hardly see. And I remember one level in the snow world, I think either the second, third, I can't really remember which one, but it was, like, nearly impossible. I just... Ah, uh, I remember, like, ah, I just cannot pass this. But, uh... I unfortunately... I didn't get to play it very much because I didn't have a Super Nintendo. Oh, you didn't have a... Yeah. No, Which we, one did you have? We had the Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. I never had a Sega Genesis. It had some great games, but it did not have this one. And uh, by this time... See, when, when we got the Sega Genesis... Yeah. My next-door neighbor, for the same Christmas, got the Super Nintendo. And so we'd get to go to each other's houses and play the opposite system. Nice. So that's how, that's how I survived the console wars. Oh yeah, those early. Days. And that was serious. I mean that 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 was a big thing, and it oh, continued yeah. on like with the yeah, the Sega, coming of PlayStation. Sega's ads always said that Sega does what Nintendo. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's that was funny. a you know their way of going after the the, the top dog of Nintendo. Dude, Nintendo um, I mean, will never no. I mean, come on, they're on top of it. All Classic, right. dude. Classic stuff. My Link hand. Is now going to pick a television show from the, the year 1994. Hat. Oh man. Um, this is a this is a mixed bag. I, I don't know what you're going to pull out here. Could be anything. Um, oh, I no. have chosen. Oh, no. What have I chosen? Oh God. You read it. No. Oh man. <sighs> Friends. Well, 1994. <clears throat> now I know what a lot of you might be thinking. Oh, awesome, friends. I am not. I'm not a fan. I I. I think the show is funny, but it's, I just, not really. It doesn't, it can't hold me. I just, no, I'm not a fan of Friends. It, I get, like, really annoyed with it easily, like, quickly. I'll, I'll, I get kind of, can I choose a different one? Uh, I mean, the Sorting Hat has spoken. Shit. Like. What What else was in there? No, don't tell me. Uh, there, there were some animated things, um... A Snick show oh. called All That. Oh, man. Oh. That, was, that was better. Um, I remember really liking this song when I first heard it. And it's I still think it's really fucking catchy. Yeah, yeah. Who's this band? The Rembrandts. Rembrandts. Yeah. Um, did they have another hit? Uh, I think they might have uh, a minor hit. But I, I, I've heard some people talk about you know this song kind of their career because people only wanted to hear this but I don't really know how true that is well do you think they got paid per episode oh I hope so and I hope they're still getting paid um, that's a great song and that guitar that's fucking the, awesome uh, that's catchy as shit did you hear the news about Friends this week no so it was about to go and be removed from Netflix really and um some people were very upset about that. Said, you know, it's like the the one show they watch on there and, and, and stuff like that. Which, I mean, The Office is on there and Parks and Rec is on there and things yeah. like that. So is Frasier. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Frasier, yeah. which is a much better show from the 90s. Yeah. Also, I think. Um, what, what, what year did Seinfeld come out? Because there's 1990 always. 1990 or 91. Okay. 90, I think. All right. Because that's like far superior than Friends. Oh, yeah. Probably. I, I started watching um, Seinfeld on Hulu about a year ago and would just put it on when uh, 
sometimes on my lunch break at work and sometimes uh at night and uh I just finished it. I just I'm I actually I've just I have I started watching it straight through I think about 2 or 3 months ago. It has become my favorite show. I, I mean of all time. I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's um, so tight. Like, no, no, dude. Like that that is just uh, it's amazing. I, I I think it's funny that we're not even really talking about friends anymore and I'd rather not talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like friends, okay. Friends was a springboard to better things. It was. I mean, and 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 and, <laughs> and let me now th- this is going to probably get get I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, but as as a dude, um I remember a friend of mine was on a date last week and he was uh he met this girl and and I was like, well, "How'd it go, man?" And he was like, oh, I was okay." I was like, "Um, does she prefer uh Friends or Seinfeld?" And he was like, "She likes Friends better." I was like, "You need to drop that bitch immediately. She's just going to cause problems. I bet she's dramatic." <laughs> And I was serious, like no, no. She after that she probably watches Real Housewives of wherever the well, fuck ever. That's a pretty harsh criteria. I really don't care. I really don't care. I fucking meant it. Yeah, uh, friends. You're probably right. Um, yeah, most girls that I know that I shouldn't say say. You know, I'm sorry. Every you know what? Every, disregard everything I've said. In <laughs> fact, I'm going to reevaluate myself in the next few days. And see if I can change my heart because it feels wrong. Everything I just said felt wrong. But personally, uh, and I'll hold on to my personal opinions because I can. I don't really like the show Friends. I'm not a fan. I don't think that it means that you are less of a person if you like it. I know I just said that, but I'm wrong. Sorry. That was a a quick 180. Yeah, sorry. No, well, you know what? If, you know, sometimes I'm a fucking asshole and and I realize it pretty quickly. Um, Friends sucks. Seinfeld number one, Frasier, <laughs> number one point five. Anyway, this week Netflix just paid a hundred million dollars to keep Friends for another year. And it, he, who who received that money? I guess the owners of the show. Um, <coughs> I I don't know if any of the creatives get it or what, but like the cast, you think the cast got just some? To, uh, to keep the Friends fans happy, so. Dude, fuck that shit, man. Who cares? That's a lot of money. They could have used that to pay Dave Chappelle for a couple more comedy specials. So. Oh, they could have got a lot, I bet. A yeah. lot of specials. They right, could have put... Dude, give it to Jerry and uh, Michael Richards and Jason Alexander. Uh, I don't I don't think Michael Richards is going to be working much. No, nah, dude, that, it's been years since that train wreck. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. No, he hasn't. And he deserves... All of the negativity, because what he did was that was yeah, fucking horrible. It, that really was terrible. It's, it's not. Good. And I, I'm I'm sure at first maybe uh, so Adam is shaking the sorting hat in front of me. I I'm need just, to make a decision. Just, uh, you know, uh, we've got Michael one Richards. More thing I'm draw. so sorry that happened to you. Look, man, that was stupid though. What you did was fucking retarded. Um, I know. I don't believe that he's a racist though. I don't yeah. believe that. But I think that he thought it would be okay. And no one would really take it. I think that maybe he thought, oh, I'll get away with this. No one's really going to take it seriously. I don't think he had time to think. <coughs> you know, it was, was a horrible thing. I, he, that never should have happened. Yeah. Never should have happened. Yeah. It's a really bad thing. It's Anyhow, not good. let's pick a movie. 
from the year 1994. Reach into the Absolutely. Hat one more time. Hand going into the hat. I am. Go ahead and pull that out them and read what you got. With my fingers. And I have made a decision. What's it say? I'm going to read it. I have pulled out the fucking Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 1994. This is very season appropriate. Absolutely. Really um, good. I watched it like a year or two ago, and I'm. I think it holds up. Tim Allen is amazing. I think he's great. I love Tim Allen. Yeah. He's um, fucking funny. I watched it as an adult, and I didn't like it so much anymore. I didn't. Uh, there, there's just some. I don't know, maybe some pacing problems and uh, some kind of stuff that didn't work anymore for yeah. me. But I think his pacing, though, as a comedy actor, is really good, and his yeah his flow. And I think it. I don't know, like I, I you know what? I'll have to watch it again and yeah. reassess it because if you don't like, I mean, I really trust you. If you don't like it, then. Uh, but I mean, it's a Christmas classic. Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, my kids watch it. And, um, yeah, it it was just awesome to see, you know, the cool things like Santa with kind of like cool magic technology or whatever, like the uh, the elves that had their little um like tinsel and stuff. They yeah, had tinsel that they broke him out of jail with when he got arrested. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought the um the chocolate um not just the chocolate milk, but that silver mug. That he drinks the chocolate milk from. The, the I thought that the combination yeah. of that mug with the hot chocolate looked fucking delicious. Oh, yeah. Like and that little little girl elf that brings it to him. Yeah, she's like, totally hot. Yeah, I mean, you know, the I only mean, reason I say that is because we were she, her age when it came. Yeah, out, so, so that's okay. Now probably. that that's not okay. I I take that back. <laughs> Judy. So she Judy? and how how her? old did she say she was? Oh, like three hundred or three hundred and something. Yeah, yeah. So so technically. It's okay, but oh, you know what? Never mind. No, we let's you know change this. I think let's I wrote on. a journal entry about that movie. Like I used to, I, I used to write it in a journal when I was a little kid. That's very healthy. And I wrote a, a lot about movies. I wrote like a, a an entry about a kid in King Arthur's court. Yeah, I remember that. Jumanji. Yeah, classic. Um, the Santa Claus. Yeah, just like all these. You know, I would I would write my movie reviews in this uh this I still have it up in my attic. Should pull it out sometime. Yeah, yeah, Probably get that shit out. Probably super embarrassing. Yeah, let's read it. Ah, uh, maybe. All right. Well, that's great, man. That is the sorting the hat. The sorting hat for today. So we had Donkey Kong, Friends, and the Santa Claus. Yes. Friends. Donkey Kong Country. Ah, Friends. I just can't get over how much I dislike that show. Not a fan. All right, so let's turn to the music of 1994. Nice. What's the chart? We for? are on the mainstream rock chart. Awesome. I, um, You know what? I'm actually excited. I'm excited at the fact that we don't know a lot of these songs, and we are discovering new things, Adam, because that's the point of this fucking show, and that's what makes it fun for us. It Wouldn't is. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, and yes. there is... There's a great mix tonight. A lot that we will know and a lot that we might not. Who so cares if we don't know these songs? Let's just see what 1994 has in store for us. Nice. Fuck yeah, man. What number are we beginning on? 
This is number 40. Number 40. This is a band called Moist with Push. Spent four weeks on the chart, peaked at number 37. This is mainstream rock? Yes. They're a Canadian band. This was their debut album. Moist. Yeah. Um... I mean, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, man. It kind of sounds like this band got signed and put on the radio because they sounded like shit that was really popular three years ago and uh-huh. created the trend that was, you know, like grunge. And I can see that. <laughs> this sounds like hand-me-down 90s rock. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't find it fucking disgusting. Uh, I can hear the solo before I hear it. Yeah. I don't believe I've ever heard that before. No. First and last time. First and last time. Did not go too high. As I said, peaked at number 37. The album failed to go gold in America. Um, might have in Canada, though. You know, they're a Canadian band, so... Things chart there. Yeah, they do. For Canadian bands. So that was Moist. Good band name, huh? Moist. Um, I fucking hate that. Yeah, well... That sucks. That's. I think you're supposed to. I, that sounds like a bunch of third and fourth graders had a, f- had a fucking baseball game or something. This is Cinderella with bad attitude. Cinderella. They're they're from the eighties. That's an eighties. They band, are. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're. Oh. Uh, this is their fourth album. And um, though their first three albums all went platinum. This uh, was the grunge era, you know? Yeah. And this record did not even go gold. Yeah, well, so you this know. was their fourth. I band. mean, they were like super duper 80s, 80s. You know, we're, we're like, some, some of those bands did survive, but you had to have been like fucking huge. Like Def Leppard was absolutely ridiculously massive in the 80s. Right. And the shit they were putting out in the 90s was also really good. And, um,. No, it was Adam. It was good. Don't shake no, your head. No, no, I'm just shaking my head at how long this intro is. Uh, well, you know they're trying something new because the state of radio isn't really embracing their uh, previous sound. It's just taking forever for anything to happen. What the hell is this? 
This is called Bad Attitude Shuffle, and it has finally kicked in. There's one Cinderella song that I do like. It's called Gypsy Road. It totally rocks. But this shit sucks. Yeah, so this was their fourth and final album. Still climbing. Kind of a blues rock kind of thing. I don't like it. All right, we can be done with that. Oh, we got a little pinch harmonic there. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was, I don't know, something about it's that. It's crap, man. I, it really irked me how long it took for the song to kick in. That. Just, yeah, no, I didn't like it. I just, from there, I don't know, it just went downhill. Oh, I don't need to uh, give any introduction here. Oh, wow. I thought this came out much later. It actually came out quite a bit earlier. Oh, you're right, yeah. And they just kind of saved it. Yeah, it was a B-side to uh, Jeremy. Um, This is, of course, Pearl Jam with Yellow Lead Better. I remember um, when I started playing guitar, um, like Yellow Lead, but that was like something you heard and kind of like, oh man, I kind of want to learn that. Honestly, I, I think most people thought it was either, oh, I thought that was a Steve Ray Vaughan song or a Jimi Hendrix song or like when I first started, I had no idea. I was like, oh, it's, that's Pearl Jam? Oh, wow. I mean, when, he, when, when, when Eddie starts singing, that's when I started thinking, oh, hold on a second. This is not what I think or thought it was. This song was recorded for Pearl Jam's album 10. Nice. Uh, released, like I said, as a B-side to Jeremy, but never released as its own single. Yet, it went to number one for eight weeks. Spent 26 total weeks on this chart. This has got to be in my top three Pearl Jam songs. Yeah, it doesn't even matter that Eddie Vedder's not even fucking saying any words. Oh, no, no, no. There's some words in there, but there's a lot of just incomprehensible nonsense, too. <laughs> Mike McCready, big Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. Good guitar player. 
Yellow lead better. So chill. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was just kind of riding that for a while. Right this. Oh my god, Megadeth. Yeah, man. I honestly, I kind of like this song. I've always liked this song. Is this a, from the album Euthanasia? Yep. <coughs> There's six studio album. I remember learning that riff. I had to learn it. It's like, dude, yeah, I need to learn this. Consequences. 11 weeks, peaked at number 29. Yeah, Megadeth. The cheap Metallica. I'm just kidding. I don't believe that at all. Well, people do. I, I like Megadeth. I, 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 don't, I don't compare them to Metallica. Marty Friedman, much better guitar player than Kirk Hammett. Like, Marty Friedman is, like, really fucking good. All of his solos are, yeah. like, really good. He's a great guitar player. Kirk Hammett, he did write the riff for Inner Sandman, so he's definitely a much wealthier guitar player. Yes. Yeah, no. That that riff is probably worth, like... Check this shit, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, yes. Everything about that was great. That was really Dude. good. <laughs> Dude, Marty. Man, Marty. Nothing wrong with that. That was a great Like, song. all of those, like, different rhythms that he's doing and, and the 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 um, the syncopations and, and uh, gosh, man. That- I mean, he, he like... Ah, dude, that was a great solo. That was really good. Uh, there was nothing like really grabbing me about it, but that solo, really, yeah, yeah that'll that'll hook you. No, nah, man, Marty Friedman is one of the best guitar players. That dude, holy fuck, yes. We played this on our this, 1994 episode. You this was on the alternative songs chart in July. The most successful independent record of all time. Six times platinum in the U.S. 11 million copies sold worldwide. Their third studio album. This is The Offspring. Come out and play. Dude, really good album. I really. This is one of the two albums that made me pick up the guitar.
Dude, yeah, love it. Just fucking sitting here listening to it. Man, that, uh... Yeah, man. That funky guitar line there. That, dude, that's the... That's the... Ah, it's genius. I mean, everybody loves that. Everybody loves that. I would play more of it, but I'm sure we played more of it on we did. our We've second and third episode. We've mentioned El Jefe from NoFX is in there. He's the one that says... You gotta keep them separated. Refrigeratorator. <laughs> Refrigerator. Dude, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was many weeks ago. That was that was the cartoon ninja, right? On the yeah, running through his refrigerator drinking milk. This is a band called Royal Jelly with a song called Ceiling. Seven weeks on the chart, peaking at number twenty nine. I don't like it. I fucking don't like it. Are you sure? Yeah, man. Yeah. I I don't like it. Yeah, don't blame me. It's uh, <laughs> not at all. Just about as generic rock as anything we've played. Reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it. Who does that sound like, the vocalist? So when he goes up high, he sounds like Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Is, that's it. He sounds like Chris Cornell. Right here, not really, but... Right there. But like, uh. well, that was number thirty-five, Royal Jelly with Ceiling. If you like it better than we do, check them out. Uh, yeah, no, make yourself happy and check them out. From that shit. Okay, next we have a band that uh, we've played before. This one was from their uh, uh, their fourteenth studio album, The Division Bell. This is oh. Pink Floyd with Lost for Words. Oh wow! This album went three times platinum. Speaking of long intros, this is yeah, no, I'm uh, sure. I mean, it's you Pink know, Floyd. We let, we could probably just go make an omelet real quick. And oh, dude, that actually sounds around. pretty good. Oh. I make a mean omelet. I don't know if you know this about me. I believe but, you. Uh, Natalie often recruits me to to get in the kitchen and, and make omelets. Um, if we have leftover like pot roast, yeah, or brisket, um, 
we'll we'll make omelets. Holy shit, dude! Middle. That sounds fucking amazing. With like some fresh sliced tomatoes. Oh my god! Shredded cheddar. Yeah. Cilantro, green onions. Dude, yes. Dude, I make some excellent omelets. Okay, this is what I wanted to hear right here. David Gilmore playing that acoustic. soothed by this oh man i could listen to this all night long very soothed not gonna help at all because there'll be no safety numbers i feel like mary poppins is uh, is with me right yeah. now yes julie andrews julian andrews yes is with me not emily blunt no not emily blunt although she's Really quite pleasant herself. Do you know the song Running on Empty by Jackson Brown? <coughs> I love that song. This song reminds me of that song. Not not this part. <laughs> yeah, this is not that the, song at the all. The previous portion. Running on Empty is a little bit more upbeat, though, isn't it? It's, it's faster. Um... There's something in there that sounds very, uh, very similar. Can you see, your days see, see how it, the, the, the vocal. I'm having a little bit of trouble marrying the idea of this and running on empty. That's all right, man. By Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown, I love him. Our listeners who are familiar know exactly what I'm talking about. Something some of them, some of them might. Uh, others are fucking <laughs> confused as hell and are like, "What the fuck did he say?" No, come on. Did he get, say get on that? Board. I'm right. No, no, your ship is burning. Get off. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> lost for words. <laughs> Spent <laughs> ten weeks on that chart. Peaked at number twenty-one. From their three-time platinum 14th studio album, The Division Bell. Yeah, that record. This will not be as good. This is John Cougar Mellencamp with Dance Naked at number 33. John, you know, he is the king of... Dancing Naked? No, I mean, just regular-ass songs. You know, his songs are just regular. You know, if you like them, great. But they're never, they're nothing special. I don't think he's capable of actual music mastery. He's got some special songs. So, I mean, 
Jack and Diane. Yeah, I mean, but it's still, it's just like this. Uh, yeah, I guess it's regular. It's a classic, but it's just like one of those. Uh, I don't know. He, he's not like an impactful artist like Bruce Springsteen was. Yeah, he doesn't have the, the gravitas. He yeah, have the that's it, yeah. But no disrespect. I don't. I really don't mean to disrespect him. I'm sure he's a fucking awesome guy. Uh, I think he's pretty much kind of not. Not? No, I think he's uh he's pretty cantankerous and grumpy and uh, prickly, and people don't seem to like him. Really? Yeah, he's got a he's got a reputation. Oh man, what an asshole. Yeah. I believe you. He might not be uh, exactly a Don Henley. I was just going to say, is anything like Don fucking Henley? That fucking asshole. Merry Christmas to everyone except for you, Don. You piece <laughs> of shit. I hope you have a horrible fucking holiday and a terrible new year. Let's see, Mike. You bastard. about you. making good, a good omelet is you got to really whisk a lot of air into the egg. <laughs> just, like, really get that whisk going. For a nice long time. Get as much Dude, air Don, fuck Don Henley. <laughs> fuck Don Henley. Fuck that asshole. I just that wanted to fucking throw you piece game. of shit. Didn't work. No, right. didn't. Well, I didn't. You know, you know, you know, Don Henley. I hope your whole fucking body is as dry as my hands. I hope every time you walk, your knees crack open and bleed. The sole, like your feet, bleed. You can't even walk because of the pain. You stupid arthritic fuck. Do I hope. Oh, fuck yes! <laughs> to turn this shit up right fucking now. Yeah. All right, we played this before. I don't give a shit. We can play this song every fucking episode. I'm. We're listening to it. We play this whole fucking album every episode. Twenty-two weeks on the chart. Yes. Number nine from the Diamond. Fuck yeah! Amazing. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. You don't. You don't know how fucking excited. You have no idea how awake I am right now. Oh, of course, it through your veins. God damn it. It all keeps setting up. Fuck yeah. I think I'm yeah. Bring it down. Bring it down. Now let that shit rip. Come on, Mike Dirt. Okay. Now I know last time. We talked a lot about the instrumentation. This time, let's listen, let's listen to these lyrics that I'm talking over right now. That's quite all right, dude. <laughs> it's all right. We have fucking a love this song. Love this song, dude. Yes. He's feeling insane. Totally. Is this about his problems with anxiety? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, he, uh, he thought he was going nuts. He thought he was a crazy person. Ah, oh, man, dude, Green Day. Uh, Green Day makes me so. This album uh, makes me so happy. I love this record. The, that, that Offspring record too, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So um. It's so fitting that you played this after my Don Henley rant. That's exactly what I fucking needed. It took you right off of that, didn't it? Yeah, no, I'll get back to it in just a second. Poor Don Henley. Someday he's going to listen to every episode of this show. 
kill himself. <laughs> well, I said episode one. If you're feeling it, pull that trigger, motherfuckers. <laughs> what did Scrooge say? Decrease the surplus population? Yeah, he did. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Good reference. All we have to do is clean up the dead fucking bodies of all the rejects. Just get them out of here. You ever relate to this? You ever just think you're going nuts? Um. Well, you know what? Actually, I wasn't going to say anything uh and i thought about that too i was like i i think i've actually said something like this before on the show um i never i never realized uh what that was like until i was i think around 20 and i remember um feeling i, I it was i i i, I remember i recall the night uh everything i woke up in the middle of the night and it felt like my heart, it was like I was having a heart attack. I was having a panic attack. And there were re- there was really no reason for it. Um, my palms got sweaty. It was like the worst thing in the world. It was horrible. Oh, and I didn't know why. And I remember the next day walking to the first day of psychology class. And I didn't go. I just skipped. And I never went to the class because... Um, what had happened to me was, I mean, it was, I was still reeling from it. I was like, God, what was that? What, God, that was fucking horrible. What, what was that? I mean, it was, what happened? I couldn't sleep all night. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I thought I was losing. I didn't want to tell anyone because I thought that if I said anything, uh, I just, I had this horrible vision of myself in one of those fucking jackets you can't get out. Street and like jacket. a, pa- yeah, yeah, you know, like a padded room and stuff. And, um, uh, so upon actually reading, you know, like or that was around the time when I, I, we finally got internet in my house. And like w- Wikipedia was a big thing. So I was just really getting into li- Wikipedia bands. Uh-huh. And uh, Green Day was one of them. And I read a lot of interviews and articles about uh, Billy Joe uh, Armstrong, uh, Dookie era, what those songs were about, you know, what, what he sang about a lot. And it was actually really kind of nice to read that. Mm-hmm. Um because I started, and I've read the same thing. Like Dave Matthews apparently uh, deals with the same thing. John Mayer, a lot of people. But Billy Joe Armstrong really kind of, that song um, <coughs> is a great portrayal of what that feels like. And when I watched the video again and like the way his eyes are moving, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it's like. Yeah, it's it's really the worst thing. And it's um, if you suffer from that... Um, you're totally not alone, and don't worry. Don't, don't worry. You, you, you're not crazy. You're very normal. Look, and here's the thing about it. There's a lot of people that take medication. There's a lot of people that they maybe they drink, they smoke weed, they, they find some kind of vice. Um, I, thankfully, have never had to be medicated. I never suffered from that long term. It wasn't like an everyday thing. This, this was only like once every month or two but every time it happened it was absolutely the most miserable experience I could possibly think of and there was no reason for it I think maybe it's something in my gut some kind of you know biological chemistry thing but let me tell you something you can talk yourself out of it you don't need anything you need you you're the reason you're just overthinking your mind is racing you're overthinking if you deal with something like this look you're you're okay you are you're gonna be okay you're not gonna die Everything, every, trust me, 
Trust me. And eventually, the most important thing will happen is you will learn to trust yourself. You will learn it. You will. You don't need anyone but you. You know, don't don't freak out. Some people might need medicine, but trust me, it's it's you're okay, and you know your life is great, and uh, you are really fucking strong. You have no idea how strong you are. Uh, right. So yeah, I, I wasn't gonna say a fucking word, but you fucking brought it up. Did you know? Did I ever? T- did I tell you that? Yeah, I think we we talked about. Oh, it we did. Oh, twice. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Not in depth, but. So I like Green Day. Um, and it's I love not that as song. Fun as in the song, you know. No, no, it isn't fun at all. No, it, um, it's a fun refrain. To I think sing Billy Joe would but... much rather write about other things. Yeah. And I'd rather talk to you about other things. Here at number 31, we have a band called Alice in Chains with a song called Don't Follow. Spent seven Dude, this does not this sound chart. like Alice in Chains. Peaked at number 25. This sounds like an 80s hair metal ballad. This is from their album Jar of Flies. That album has a lot of really good songs. And I think that, and I might be wrong about this, but this is an album that Jerry Cantrell came to the band and he didn't have any songs written. And the band looked at him and they were like, all right, man, what do you got? And he was like, oh, actually, I don't I don't have anything. I thought we could maybe do this together. Because he, he was always the guy that, like, he had all this. He was the song, main songwriter and, like, wrote a lot. Um, and this, I think that this record is one where they really collaborated as a band. I could be totally wrong about that, but I'm, I might be, I think I'm right. I'm going to go ahead and guess that you're right. <coughs> Maybe that's why it sounds so different. Yeah, this sounds like a... This does not sound like Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains usually sounds like fucking miserable sound. I can hear, a, hear Pearl Jam doing something like this, though. Yeah. It's really pretty. It's also very soothing. I'm kind of floating right now. Dude, I love anything with harmonica. Yeah. I mean, not anything. Pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a stretch. I mean, there's some shit out there. Fucking harmonica. Thank you, Alice in Chains. That was beautiful. Jar of Flies is the album. Thanks, Alice. Don't Follow is the song. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude, dude, th- oh, God, fuck yes. My favorite Tom Petty song. My favorite artist. Shit is awesome, man. So this is from 
Tom's second solo album, Wildflowers, which went three times platinum. This song spent 26 weeks on this chart, peaking at number two. Hell yeah, man. And, I mean, if you missed it, we have an entire episode about Tom Petty in the 1990s. Fuck yeah. And, uh... We, we, we go deep. We talk all about him and um, what he meant. So you didn't want to play this song. You did not want to play this song that, on that show. inaccurate. That is an inaccurate statement. I, uh, you know, I, I had to make some tough choices. <sighs> it, we did play it. You, you, because I said. <laughs> yes, this is a great song. Um, Rick Rubin produced it. Dude, this whole album, if, if you have never given yourself the pleasure of listening to Wildflowers, the album, in full, from track one to the end, I highly request that you do it. Please, for me. Aw, oh, man. Tom Petty, oh. you wreck me. And, dude, Tom's legacy is just, I mean, it's, it's impeccable. What what he did, you know, he started out as kind of like a pretty brash, like back to basics kind of rocker that kind of got lumped in with like punkers and new wave stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and did. Yeah, really, just grew as a musician <coughs> and as a songwriter, and became kind of just this like this figure that was that stood for quality. He's an American hero. Music. Uh, American hero. And integrity and just, you know, legit. There was ev- never anything about him that, that made people think he was a phony or, um, you know, he, he was just always at the top of his game. And just uh, check out the American Treasure box set that just came out. It's got like 10 unreleased songs on it and it's got a lot of alternate recordings and things like that and it's really great. Also yeah. the documentary on Netflix. Um, Running Down a Dream. That shit is, it's one of the best music documentaries I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's the gold standard for me. Like, yeah, that shit is awesome and it's like three hours long. Yeah, it's really, it's perfect. It's it's really so great. long but it does not feel that way. It goes by really quick yeah. and they don't even cover, like there's an entire album that they don't even mention on there really yeah it's uh the 1996 soundtrack to the jennifer aniston movie she's the one and it's got my favorite tom petty song on it uh walls but yeah check that out listen to wildflowers um (coughs) listen to an american treasure and it's just a great encapsulation of his career (laughs) it's not a greatest hits album not a greatest greatest hits hits on it but great fucking record this is Toad the Wet Sprocket with Something's Always Wrong at number 29. This is from their platinum album, Dulcinea. Nine weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 22. We played another song from this album at number one on our alternative song songs chart from 1994 in July. Fall down. Nothing's changed at all. I 
think I do remember that. We both really liked it. I, uh, it was one of those that I, I had already, I had always known, but never really knew who it was or anything. The song, um, Maybe not as great as Fall Down. Pretty. Yeah. Sleepy. I like it. Solid. It's really 90s and really pretty. But you know, know. The, it is. But there's also I do sense a sense of timelessness a little bit. It, you know, there's it's, there's like a, it's not really quite a ballad, but it's slow enough and melodic enough in a sense that I don't know, man. Maybe it's because I've been listening to a shit ton of Brian Adams lately. But this is. Uh, I don't know, man. It's not as dated as other things, I'd say. To me. It's definitely a really good song. Yeah, I, I like know, it. For some reason, it's just not really, really hooking me. All right. Let's see. That's number 29, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Here at number 28, we have Sponge with Plowed. Yes, I love this song. Oh my God. Damn the man. Save the empire. I like this band. Dude. We played that song Molly from them. Yes, Molly. I don't think I've ever heard this one, but I really like it. Yeah, this shit is awesome. This wakes me up after that last one. Yeah. From their gold album, Rotting Pinata. Rotting Pinata. 26 weeks, peaked at number 9. The vocals remind me of like. Like, no use for a name or something. Something from Fat Records. Dude. Absolutely. 
uh, that will be going on our uh, our mixtape playlist. For yeah, sure. that was great. Yeah, oh, I, I man, know we've I already got that. their other track, Molly, on there from that album. But that was awesome, man. I love that song. Okay, this song was on the Clerks soundtrack. Oh, great! Kevin Smith's movie Clerks. Hell yeah! This is Soul Asylum with Can't Even Tell. Dude, Clerks is great, man. So the the cost of licensing the songs for the soundtrack cost more than making the movie itself. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Kevin. I'm glad you did it, though, man. Yeah. Makes sense if you watch Clerks. Yeah. It's a black and white movie. No, that shit is on a VHS handheld fucking camera. Yeah, it's just just people talking and doing stuff. Ah, it's classic, though. Dude, uh, do you remember another song from there? Uh, Chewbacca, yeah. Wookiee. Yeah. Did that shit chart too? <laughs> I don't know. I, not on this one. <laughs> not tonight. It's a Soul Asylum. We've played Soul Asylum more times than I thought we would have at this point. But Runaway Train, um, Yeah, we've mis- played Runaway misery. Train twice. Um... And some others I can't remember the names of. Oh, 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 okay. I love this song. <laughs> this is next one. Oh, yeah, man. This is Eric Clapton with Motherless Child. Dude, awesome. Yeah. This is uh, this is from his 1994 album, From the Cradle. Okay, so after his, um, his MTV Unplugged special in yeah. 1992. Huge record. Huge record. He, uh, he wanted to kind of get back to his his blues roots. And uh, most of the album is electric blues, like, you know, really gnarly and really yeah. good. Uh, highly recommend that record. But this song was on there, and I think it was the only acoustic thing. It's yeah. bouncier and less blues-based. Like, Dude, but there, there, there's a... Really heavy blues song on there called Five Long Years. Yes. That, th- there's a guitar solo on that on that song in that song uh-huh. that's fucking incredible. Like he fucking rips it. Dude. I mean, like seriously fucking rips it. I I've loved Harry Clapton for a long time. That his unplugged album is one of my favorite albums. But um Yeah. From the Cradle, great guitar on that whole record. Yeah, totally. This song is on the movie Twister. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's an amazing movie. Do you remember uh, Dusty from Twister, Philip Seymour Hoffman's yeah. character? Yeah. He's like just this, this, like. He, pl- he plays a bunch like, of music all over that fucking loudspeaker. Yeah, yeah. He plays this song in his like van or whatever, and he's like, he's in front of the TV with his hand and like. That's what I think about when I when I hear this song, but. 
Yes, great, great song. Motherless child, Eric Clapton. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Awesome. Ten weeks on this chart, peaked at number 23. And from the cradle went three times platinum. We're almost there. Might as well just finish it out. Thank you, Eric. Always a, uh, always a pleasure. Highly recommend checking out Unplugged. Man, that, there's some great albums that came off of that MTV. Um, yeah. One of the best one, of course, Tesla. Uh, yeah. Is that what you think of? Sure, man. I didn't even know. Uh, yeah, sure. Tesla. Or Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, we <laughs> gotta mention them. We gotta <laughs> mention Nirvana. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That wasn't what we were supposed to hear next. That was the same song we just heard. Dude. Are you trying to make me fucking happy on purpose right now? No, man, it's just the chart. Your happiness is just a byproduct of 1994. It's funny, I've heard this song millions of times, but just when we do this show and songs like this come up, I, it's... I don't know, man. It's just great. Because I heard this song a few days ago, and, and I wasn't that excited about it, but for right now I'm fucking stoked about it. This was like, this is the first Green Day song I love. This is also about anxiety. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. He, he had a panic attack and just started walking around late at night. Oh, Dude, I did not know that. Cool. Yeah. This song, along with um, Come Out and Play and Buddy Holly by Weezer, were three songs that, it was probably 1995 when I was, uh, when I first heard these, I heard them and was singing them on the playground with a couple other kids, and this one and Buddy Holly both had slang words in it that I didn't know, that I didn't know if I was allowed to say. Yeah. Like, this flag me down. I was like, is that, is that some kind of swear word? Like, that, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Is that okay? Can I say, why do they got a front? Like, can I sing that? Can you say it for what my parents Dude, say? why are you guys fronting? I've got another memory about this song I want to share. It must have been the year 2000. Yeah. Um, I had I had already had my uh, my first electric guitar, uh, a Squire Stratocaster, for uh, at least six months, probably like six or eight months. And uh, I'd been borrowing this amp, a, a tweed Fender, from uh, a guy my dad worked with. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I received my own amplifier for Christmas and um, on 
Christmas night, my, my brother, my older brother Matt, he received a bass, a nice. Red Squire P bass in a bass amp. And um, on Christmas night, he learned the bass line to this song, which I had already known how to play the guitar for that song. For, I mean, it's now when you say he learned the bass line for that song, uh-huh. all of the, like the whole. I mean, because the bass line is well, actually I mean, pretty complicated. It w- it was maybe a, a simplified version, but I think we pulled a tab up, and uh, uh-huh. I think he, I think it was you know we we were jamming to. It I believe night. you. Like if fun. if if you say that it was like good uh-huh. then, then yeah no i believe you. i know you yeah we know we could have gotten on stage we, oh know, cool it, it, it was wow it was pitch like perfect. with with oh, trey cool um and, and trey might not have been able to keep up with us oh but, okay uh, maybe yeah. travis barker oh okay yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a real drummer yes yeah yes, exactly i'm yeah, glad you understand uh-huh yeah but you know I, I i think of that memory sometimes that christmas what a what a great time yeah dude Oh man, honestly, fucking love it. Dude, Good. I am so <laughs> fucking happy right <laughs> now. <laughs> I just want to sing along. Dude. No, don't do that. You'll something Oh my god, yes. We'll walk upon the water. We'll rise above the mist. With a little peace. And some harmony. We'll take the world together. We'll take them by the hand Cause I got a hand for you Oh my god <laughs> Dude, I want to go to a barbecue right now Oh yeah <laughs> Listener, if you haven't heard yet Hootie and the Blowfish is making a comeback Oh yeah They are going on a tour They're, they're touring and they're putting Fuck out a yes. new album It was just released or just announced this week be on the lookout for new Hootie and Bullfish, and if I get a chance, I'm gonna go. Fuck to that yeah, concert. dude! Oh my god! One of the biggest albums in the '90s. Twenty-one times platinum. Oh shit! Crack yeah, rear view by Hootie and the Bullfish. 16th best-selling album of all time. This is the fourth single. Spent 26 weeks on this chart, peaking at number four. That is Hold My Hand at number 24 from Hootie and the Blowfish. Dude, there's some great songs on that album. Yeah. Oh, man. So happy. Oh, pretty much in the same vein. This is this is maybe my favorite Counting Crows song. Nah, oh, second. Dude, Murder Murder of One? A Murder of One. Amazing song. I love this song. This is the closing track from the album August and Everything After. Oh, and it just fills me with light. <laughs> I love the sound of this song. Sad you. 
Yeah, man, totally epic. We can talk a while, baby. We can take it nice and slow all your life. Such shame, shame, shame. All your love is just a dream, dream, dream. But are you happy where you're sleeping? Dude, I remember riding in cars with uh, this dude, Richard Elliott, who used to give me rides to school, uh-huh. and um, he loved this record. There were times there were times when we hated each other. We were really annoyed with each other, him specifically with me, yeah. probably because he hated his own life. He, he spent $2,000 on this shitty Ford um, Taurus, and it was cool because he bought it, but it was still a piece of shit, and it, he was... His, you know, like, his status at school didn't really change. Maybe he thought it would. But I'll tell you, there were times when we would listen to this kind, this record, Horoscope by Eve Six. Oh, dude, um, that album. Yeah, yeah. Um, at times, he had great taste in music. Sometimes he didn't. Like, when he would listen to Ryan Adams, who's a fucking terrible artist. Ryan Adams pretty good. Uh, let oh, me ask man, you Ryan question. Adams sucks ass. Go ahead. Was one of the times he hated you after we, like... Did 64 rolls of toilet paper yes. in his front yard? Yeah, I know. We, we decimated his trees two nights in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he hated that. Um, Richard, though, great guy. Um, I don't know what he's doing now, but I hope he's doing fantastic. I miss him, and even though I just, you know, all, after all the shit I just said just now, um... Man, most of the times we had together in his car listening to music were fucking awesome. And, yes. uh, you know, I I remember. I remember this one time we were in the Chick-fil-A um, breakfast line um, at the drive-thru. And there, this dude in front of us was so enthusiastic about the food that he was getting. He was literally waving his arms in the air, especially this one point where he said he wanted two boxes of hash browns. And he waved his his big arm in the air with with the the number two, <laughs> just kind of waving it as if they could see it. Were you behind I'll my I'll never dad? forget that. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Did your dad fucking love Chick Fil A that oh, much? Yeah, probably. I mean, who doesn't? Dude, this guy was so happy about it. I, I I don't know if Richard would remember that. Maybe he would. We fucking laughed like crazy about that. One time, dude, I could go on about stories. Me and Richard, man, I miss that guy. Fuck, Richard, if you hear this, I miss you, man. And I hope you're doing great. And I would love to see you sometime. Not really, but still, I hope you're doing fucking awesome, man. Tell your mom and dad hi. I I, I remember meeting your mom several times. She was a sweetheart. Adam, I'm sorry I've been fucking talking over this song that you love so much. Oh, no, I'm quite enjoying it. It's a <clears throat> Somehow it's actually a really great song to talk over. Yeah, it's a great song. Somebody put this album on in art class when I was, when I, was uh, I think, a sophomore. And this I was whole like, album cool. is just so great. It's an amazing record. Omaha... Perfect Blue Buildings. Omaha's my Anna favorite. Begins, yeah. Sullivan oh. Street. Oh my mm. gosh. Omaha's my favorite one. Yeah, it's got that accordion. Yeah. 
Seven-time platinum album, August and Everything After. A Murder of One spent 14 weeks on the chart, peaking at number 17. I believe it was the fifth single from that album. Wow. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Great. Really good stuff. Really good shit. Wacky, wild stuff. Fuck. Okay. Have you ever heard of Corrosion of Conformity? Yeah. Yeah, I have. This is Albatross. The album Deliverance at number 22. This spent 14 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 19. Sounds like somebody slashed their speakers. I actually like con- Corrosion of Conformity. Kind of a cumbersome band name. Yeah, it's hard to say. What the fuck, guys? Dude, this is one of those songs like you can put on a playlist of grunge songs and like surprise people oh what is this holy shit man what the fuck is this oh yeah shit yeah I remember hearing this while watching the movie Son-in-Law with what's his name Polly Shore Polly fucking Shore (laughs) hey Polly Shore next time you go on the Joe Rogan show or anything will you shut the fuck up about how you started this and how you started that and how you were the first to do this and you're the first to do that shut the fuck up man like, continue doing your career, or don't do it at all. But, you know, shut your face. You sound like a bitter fuck. Jeez, I hated that interview. Mm. I was so disappointed in, in how he, like, just how he went about that. Like, who cares, man? <laughs> God, it made me hate him. Fuck you, oh, Polly Shore. Redo it. Okay, you're going to have to bear with me for a second. I've got a okay. missing song that was not on Apple Music. Oh, man. And, uh, we, oh. we absolutely have to play it based on yeah. some earlier conversation. Oh, awesome. What number did we just... That was on? number 22. Oh, okay. I'm Word. looking right now for number 21. Nice. Well, you know, I don't want to shit on Polly Shore anymore. But anyway, the movie Son-in-Law was awesome. In the Army Now, I thought was, was oh, also yeah, really good. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that in theaters. Yeah, I remember the whole thing that was on the uh, the trailer about pull the pin and throw the grenade, and he pulled the pin and I don't remember. He pulled the grenade and threw the pin or something like that. Fucking Polly, come on, man. Okay, we it's had a to 50, play this. Fifty chance. We had to play this because you just mentioned this band about five minutes ago. This is Tesla. Oh you shit! Need your loving. This is not their MTV Unplugged. Is this really number 21? This is number 21. Holy shit, wow. That's weird. What are the odds? I know. You know what? This is our last song for tonight. I really didn't mean it when I said <laughs> I know, but you mentioned them. And oh my god. How random is that? That's funny. Which, you know... Because I don't hate 80s hair metal. In fact, I fucking love it. 
In the 90s, goes, this is not too bad. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's really fucking cheesy, but I don't hate it. I don't love it like I would, like, you know, Def Leppard, which is fucking awesome. I think it's better than any Def Leppard song we've played so yeah. far. This is probably, like, shit compared to Def Leppard, <laughs> but still not bad. Ten weeks on this chart. Peaked at number nineteen. All right, Tesla. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, no, no, that was that was that was cool. I liked it. That I mean, I dug it. was the year, 1994, top half of the chart. We've got Dude, I am more fucking excited for the next half. I loved that. I loved it. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we had like <coughs> Green Day following Eric Clapton. Super, di- yeah, man, a lot of diversity there. Oh, man. That Counting Crows song, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes, 1994. Uh, one of my favorite years in music. I mean, I've always just, like, it's got some of my favorite albums of all time. Dookie, Weezer's Blue Album. It's yeah. just, you know, 1994. Yeah. 94, year yeah, music. really good year. I mean, there's some bad stuff, too. I mean, Kirk, we lost Kirk. Yeah, he was murdered, yeah. That was a real bummer for someone to just kill him like that. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Mike. Yeah. That sucks. Kurt Cobain, Nirvana, probably the most important American rock band of all time. Mm. Uh, Let's go ahead and give some shout-outs to some of our favorite podcasts. Absolutely. The Jet, Jake's Entertainment Talk. Absolutely. Uh, He just made his comeback. He was was, uh, taking a bit of a hiatus when he moved up to Utah, but just came back. back, He's giving you your movie news and his opinions, and... uh, Got a lot of good uh, good involvement from some fans, and that made for some, some good podcast listening. Yeah. Um, listen to the Toon Styles podcast. Toon Styles, fuck yeah. Those guys are pretty great. Oh, and, man. Um, they're, they, both, they both have really good podcasting voices. You know? Really, do they? Yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, they talk. They've got an episode about 90s one-hit wonders. That awesome. I oh, dude, I, yeah, I'm going I'm to check that out. That sounds great. That's the Toon Styles podcast. Rock Candy. Oh, yeah. Ladies. How you doing, ladies? They, How's it going up there? They have such a great podcast. Um, yeah. I just listened today to their latest episode about Salt and Peppa. Oh, and, man. Uh, they, it's awesome because they, they go through a band and give you, like, everything. They give you the entire band's history. So check out Toon Styles. And rock candy, rock candy, <laughs> jet, yeah, man. Oh, our uh, our friend um, that we we guested on his podcast. Oh yeah, um, ah, that guy. Super. What was it? Dang, I, 
I'm forgetting the name of this podcast right now. We got to remember it. We've got to shout it out. I can't remember it either. That was awesome though. Okay, I loved all right. it. Give me a minute. I'll get it for sure. Oh, be man. kind and rewind. Be, be kind it. and be kind. Rewind. That Carlos. was, Hey How man, Carlos. Um, Hey, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that we couldn't, that we didn't recall your name, but we definitely remember, um, talking to you. And that was really, that was an, thank you so much for having us. That was really quite an honor. Um, Man, we appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, everybody, check that shit out. Be kind, rewind. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yes. We're on a we're on an episode with him talking about our most influential albums of the '90s. So check that one out. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, that guy was cool. I hope he thought that we were okay. Uh, I think he kind of loathed us, but. Oh no. No, no, he thought we were. Great. Oh, cool. Sure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as always, everybody, thank you for listening to 1990 What? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Yes, thank you for listening to us. Please review us. Let us know whether you like us. If you hate us, fuck you. Go ahead and say it. What do we care? Um, actually, no. We, You're not going to slow us down. That's well, for nah, sure. We're yeah, keep doing yeah, this fuck every that. Week. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We, we saw that shit. We, we, we saw that shit, that fucking review. So, fuck you, man. Fuck you. We're going to keep doing this. We'll do, we'll do this our way, too. And if you don't like it, what, dude, so what, man? Like, I mean, shit, you didn't even listen to the whole first episode. You know, like, like give it some time. You know, th- those technical difficulties don't exist within the, the third or fourth episode. And just because we were kids in the 90s, man, fuck off, dude. We will listen to all the unknown songs that we've never fucking heard of and have new experiences you know i bet i bet yes. your life was shit in the 90s and you're, you're you're just you're just pissed because you can't have a great new memory like we can have on this show for everyone so i don't even know what your stupid fucking screen name was but you know what you know you know what i hope you get this year i hope you get in a fucking car wreck asshole fuck you you don henley <laughs> piece of shit you think we give a shit what you fucking think no we don't fuck off man we're gonna keep doing this um everybody else uh Way cool. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, no, hey, you know what? Not everybody. Gonna, not everybody's gonna like this show. Not everybody's gonna think we're funny. Um, f- whatever, dude. Um, I'm having a great time, ladies and gentlemen. I love this. Um, I love my co-host Adam. We oh. enjoy it. I am so looking forward to next episode. I tell you what, we get here, we start really late. I'm usually really fucking tired. I know Adam is too. But as soon as we hit record, um, it goes away, and we we, we, we dig it. Uh, please let us know if you would like us to review any 90s artist. If there's something we missed and you think it deserves to be talked about, let us know, yeah, and we, we'll do it. Help, uh, Yeah, man. Uh, send us your feedback, even if it's negative. Fuck it, man. And I and I have a bad reaction, like I just fucking did uh, to whatever asshole's uh, um, uh, bad review. Um, yeah, man. Just let us know what you think. It's a free world. You like it? Cool. If you don't, fuck off, ladies and gentlemen. Please stay safe. Your life is worth it. You, you're amazing. Every single one of you. And tell yourself that because you deserve it, ladies and gentlemen. Nineteen ninety what? Signing off. Good night.